let's talk about one today where so many people think they're the only one going through a relationship. Narcissists can change, and here's how. Why people stay together for the kids, and it's not what you think. Why men are not leading in their home. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. Not so obvious ways to get the sex back. So when you dated your husband in the beginning, did you ever answer the door with your hair all crazy? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Ooh, today is going to be a good one. Welcome to Moral Marriage, our podcast where we tell you the lessons that we learned along the way after coming back from the depths of hell and how we saved our marriage. And we're doing this because, oh man, like you think you're alone and you are not. And let's talk about one today where so many people think they're the only one going through a relationship. Narcissists can change and here's how. Guys, if you don't know, I'm Cass and I am a self-aware, severe narcissist and I'm managing. I cope, I manage, and I live my life. And I want to first address this. Number one, you do think you're the only one, or at least you act like you're the only one going through this abusive, narcissistic relationship. Whether you've been told you're the narcissist, whether you think your partner's a narcissist, whether you guys do this whole gaslighting on each other, because by the way, every time you do that to your partner, you're more than likely gaslighting them. Because at the end of the day, narcissist traits, behaviors, or in almost everybody. And if you don't believe me, look at the most successful people on the planet and then go see what they're actually like. And it's crazy. So let's talk about this a little bit. People think- Can I open this up with something? Oh, please. Yeah. So <clears throat> for anybody that doesn't know, there's something called the DSM, the Diagnostic Statistical Manual. So if you want to know what it means to be a narcissist, you can just find it on Google. You're going to look up the DSM-5 and you look up the list of criteria that it takes to be a narcissist. You have to check off, I think it's five of the nine boxes and then there's a few other boxes that you check off. When you make progress, you might not check off all the boxes. So it's considered no longer meeting the criteria. So you, you will never be cured, they say. You can never be cured of narcissistic personality disorder, but you can be in the category of no longer meeting the criteria. So that would be you. So he used to, if we looked at it, he was, the reason he says severe is because I think he checked off all the boxes. I checked off all the boxes. Not five. And, and see, the thing is, when you answer them, after you've done some work, like you have to be really careful, right? Because we could say, well, I don't do that anymore. But then the, what's the why? Oh, actually, I don't do that because I think about it. Right. Or because I have support. And we'll get into So naturally, it, it might that. still be a characteristic, but you're no longer meeting the criteria. This right. is why there's research showing that narcissists, when they do the work, can change because they stop meeting the criteria. It doesn't mean they're not a narcissist anymore. My husband's still a narcissist. I hate when people, <laughs> side note, I hate when people, I, I understand why you would say bad things about a narcissist because they can be really terrible people. But I get really I personally offended when someone says, oh, someone is blah, blah, blah. Narcissist can't change. Whatever this, what this is about. But I get really offended because I'm like, you guys really, you remember that he's a narcissist. Like, come on. Yeah. It's actually crazy how many comments on social media come out talking about how narcissists can't change, how they've done everything they can, how their partner always does X, Y, Z, how they really don't see how it's ever going to be possible. And then they trash narcissism and narcissists and they don't realize how narcissistic they sound. And it's actually, it's crazy to me because we just follow these trends as people. You see it on social media, you get into it. Like back when 
you hear somebody say something and you decide that that's, that's real. the Bible. That's, so now you get to say narcissists can't change. Do and, your own research. Stop being a lemming. Yeah. <laughs> like to that, I mean, maybe we were lucky. I actually don't know. But back when, like, we didn't know I was a narcissist when I started to make my changes. We had no idea. In fact, you thought I was a sociopath. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, looking back, we could see later on doing the tests. I mean, there, so there's a whole story we'll say for another day. We were probably fortunate. I mean, had we heard that, maybe you would have left. Maybe you would have fallen into it. You, you, know, you weren't at that growth stage in your journey yet. Well, and I like, wouldn't have done the research. I would have thought you were a narcissist. I would have believed mm -hmm. everybody that said narcissists can't change. Get out. He'll never change. This is dangerous. So share this episode, whatever you do when it comes to sharing our podcast. Please like, download, save, and share it so people understand. And let's get into this. One more thing. Okay. From the people that I have met, there are other narcissists that will admit to being narcissists and they care that they're a narcissist and they also want to make changes. So that's, people don't tell you that, you know, I know other women who are married to narcissists and they'll say, you know, am I, am I a narcissist? Well, what can I do about it? They're not like, no, I'm not a narcissist. It always starts that way. You can't tell a narcissist they're a narcissist. Eventually you can, but anyway, so, so there's more people out there. It's not just him. Yeah, there are other yeah. people that are self-aware and other people that are open to hearing it as hard as it is to hear. Now, there's some key steps that we've learned that can actually change us. And so we we will implement this with our, if I'm working with a man who's a narcissist, if I'm working with a man whose wife is narcissistic, again, I'm going to say narcissistic because I'm not working with her. So I don't actually know. I'm not meaning you can tell me whatever you want, but unless I can have her run through a test, I mean, and I don't work with the women, how will we know? And we don't like to assume. We want to make sure we can always assume and take responsibility for ourselves. Okay. So there's some key things that you can do. So the first thing that you need to understand is whether or not you're a narcissist or not, you need to be open. Okay. To wanting, and we're going to cover if your partner is the one that needs the help. Okay. But first and foremost, you should be aware of where you're at. Why do I say this? Because if you're a narcissist, there's a reality check that we're going to talk about. You're in your own reality. By the way, you don't have to be a narcissist. You can be narcissistic, meaning you have behaviors. And in your own reality, you will not know the truth. I'm going to say that again. When you're in your own reality, you will not know the truth because your truth is your reality. Okay? So problem number one when it comes to behavioral trains, trains, combination of traits and change maybe i don't know what you're going to do is <laughs> problem number one you have to overcome that you have to realize that if there's going to be a change i have to want to make a change which means i have to believe that a change is possible and i have to believe that maybe what i believe might not be real right but we'll get hold on baby you're getting ahead of me Sorry. before we get to reality check i want you to understand well we can tie this into reality in a way Whatever people tell you about narcissists not being able to change, accept and embrace the fact that this is like when they said you couldn't run the seven-minute miles, when they said Mount Everest four could not be – four-minute miles, sorry. When you couldn't climb Mount Everest, when they said they'll never get to fucking space, when electric cars would never be there. Whatever it is that you were talking about was people said it was impossible. Okay, Edison was crazy. Henry Ford couldn't do the vehicle. Guys, I don't care how far back in time you want to go. I'm pretty sure the cavemen said you couldn't make a fucking fire. Okay? We have a lot of fire everywhere. Point okay? taken. Thank you. So if you want it, focus on what you can't, not what you can. Focus on what you cannot, not what, what you can. Okay? So you want to make a change? Let's learn how. We've now embraced the fact that we can do something different. Did you? So, I want to make sure I heard that correctly. Mm -hmm. You said focus on what you can't do, not what you can. Exactly. If you want to make can't a change. Can't do the four-minute mile? Focus, focus on, on it. That. 
because otherwise you can only run a five minute mile. That's the best your time is. And you've just seen it's never possible until somebody does it. And then everybody cracks the code. I want to make sure everybody okay? hears how important this is. Cause what you'll hear is focus on what you can do what not what you can't. Not if you want to make a change. That's if you want to stay stagnant. If you want to stay comfortable, focus on what you can do. You're not going to grow if you only focus on what you do well. Now, if you understand step one, then that means we can move on to step two. First thing you need to do is Google the DSM or just Google narcissist test. Go take three. Go take five. I do with my guys all the time. They come back the next day. They're like, oh, shit. I'm a narcissist. Okay? So, like, and it doesn't mean they're all like that. It's not the way it is. I don't want to give you the wrong impression, but it happens. Okay. Many are afraid to actually take it. It's one of those things where you have to embrace the fact, like I said, point one, that we can make a change no matter what we find out when we learn. That's you. You don't get to do this for your partner. Okay. You don't. I want to stress that you have to want to do this for you. Now, just embrace and understand who you are. Cool. That's step two. Whatever the results are, the results are. If you have traits, you have traits. Go be somewhere on the spectrum. You should be somewhere on the spectrum, even if it's the bottom, maybe even answering just one question, which and means you're test, not really on a spectrum. But The tests yeah. that you Google, those are not diagnostic tools. No. Those are just going to help you understand yourself and, and give you a little bit more Thank insight and self-awareness. The DSM is a diagnostic tool, and it it's used with a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Right. Thank you for acknowledging. Okay. Um, okay. So now we've done that. Now we just know where we're at. It's all just knowledge. It's all just power. With power comes great responsibility. Thank you, Spider-Man, which I can't remember who actually said that, but... Stanley stole it. Anyway, here we go. So we know that now. So now there's some fundamental things that you have to embrace, which we have learned through our journey, which you are not going to get anywhere else as far as I've seen. You might correct me on that. But as far as I know, we embraced from looking back and do more of it now. Okay. Number one is the reality check. And number two is empathy, compassion. And really, I'm going to say love. Okay. What do I mean by that? And it's not easy to love a narcissist, but you got to dig deep. Well, you should. You married them. They had what they had. We don't know if you're born with it. We don't know if they're raised that way. What does that mean? You have met them. You took them on. You didn't just fall for it. You stayed with them. You enabled bad behavior. There's all kinds of things. Go listen to some more podcasts. You met them with the baggage. So stop being such a baby. Follow your commitment. Follow and honor your commitment and do what you're supposed to do. Help them. them. Or... To at least take Catherine's approach, which was, if I don't do something, I'm going to unleash him into the world and onto my children. Bad. 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 If I would have gone worse instead of better, I mean, every relationship I became worse and worse until I was, Catherine was somebody I destroyed. So I want you to understand the impact that that would have had on our children and your children if you can't grow up and accept responsibility. You met them with this. Now, I don't believe you're born with it. I believe that you're raised with it. My mom is selfish. My dad's a narcissist. My twin brother is extremely narcissistic. And anyways, I believe that this all fed and fed and fed me into who I am. Excuse me. And then I built on it. I added my own programs. I'm taking responsibility for myself here. Okay. I didn't do the work. So it was challenging. Okay. But you can help your narcissist. So Catherine helped me with reality checks. That's not easy. Okay. No, because in the beginning, I would just argue with him and say, that didn't happen. And if you know, if you're working with a narcissist, they'll, they'll say, well, what did happen then? And you're so, you're so scared of the narcissist behavior mm -hmm. that you have no idea. So you can't even answer the question for them. That's right. He used to, I used to um, say, I didn't say that. And he was like, yes, you did. And I'm like, I didn't say anything like that. And he's like, well, what did you say then? And I'm in such panic mode that I was like, I don't know what I said, <laughs> but it wasn't that. You're I was in... like, I can promise you I didn't say that. 
You're so in your own world. You don't like, argue. <laughs> so like reality checking is much different than arguing and yeah, proving your point. And you didn't just get to reality check. No. So it's lots of curiosity, right? Can you tell me what you think just happened? Mm -hmm. And she didn't just jump and defend it, mm -hmm. right? She would try to clarify and get me to see that things were different. It was impossible for what he said to happen to happen. So I would ask that's questions right. and let him put it together himself. It took me years to figure it out. So yeah, that's why it can be helpful to get help for obvious reasons. So yeah. that's the first thing. The second way, um, which I don't think you did, but I teach people now is they can send a text message for clarification. Oh, you right? told me to, to teach that to some of my women. Yeah. yeah, so you'd send a text message saying, hey, I just want to thank you for you know that conversation when you said X. While it's fresh, mm -hmm. now you have agreeance. Agreeance? Agreement on what was said, what the reality was. Okay? That's the first thing. Is understanding reality. And you only say thank you for something that's real. Oh, yeah. So if, yeah. if it's an interaction that happened, you, what you're doing it, it, with your narcissistic partner is you're, you're putting it in writing, thanking them for what just happened so that the next day they can't say, that didn't happen. That's I didn't right. agree to that. Because if you think to when you're fighting, and if you want to see a wicked fight, go to moralmarriage.com slash free. And part of the training is a fight between Catherine and I. It wasn't even our worst behavior, but you'll see a lot of what we're talking about being presented. We explain with what we've learned. We pause it and break it down and explain. And you're going to think about some of your fights and realize the same sorts of things, okay? And so what will happen is the next day you're talking about these things as the narcissist. You're talking about these things that happened, which didn't happen because the reality starts to alter with what's going on currently. Okay, so this is where being proactive can help you for the future because you've taken responsibility to love your partner through it. Okay, keeping you on the same page here. So now that we've got reality starting to be more clear, a little less fog, a little less haze. Okay, now you have to do something that's really hard, and this would be loving your partner. Ooh, Ooh. One. Why don't you talk about it a little bit? Oh, man. <clears throat> okay. So I think the biggest thing to loving your partner when your partner is acting like a narcissist or I used to think a sociopath and whatever it is, the way your partner is acting, remembering that if you guys have seen the, me talk about the crazy train, remembering that you are more emotionally mature in that moment, you are the one that has stability, remembering that they are on the crazy train, or if it's you, <laughs> then your partner <laughs> is recognizing you're on the crazy train. Whoever's on the crazy train, and I say that lovingly and endearingly because it makes people laugh, the crazy train, but it's real. It's actually a scary train to be on. But when, <laughs> but when your partner's on the crazy train, you need to remember, okay, I have the tools. I have the skills. I have the emotional maturity. My partner is acting like a child right now. My partner is acting um, out of trauma and out of something that happened to him or her. Um, my partner is dysregulated. You need to remember that you are in control in that situation because if you can remember that and you could say, no matter what he says to me, it's not true. He cannot belittle me. I like what's that? You say it as kids. Um, sticks and stones. Stick. No. Um, it. Whatever you say will bounce off me and stick back to you. Oh, or whatever it is. I'm like rubber. Your glue. Whatever you say yes. will bounce off me and stick to you. Yeah. You yeah. don't say that in the crazy train. <laughs> don't say you, that to your crazy. No. But, <laughs> if, but if you think of it. There's like nothing can affect you because it's not real. Which is what we talked about in the last episode. Stand in your own power. When I tell men to be proud of who they are, like literally there's listen to more podcasts or join our program. When you have this strength, they can't hurt you. Well, yes, they can. And what, and, and my point is remembering. So when you see them as this traumatized, hurt, childlike, 
sure, they're crazy, but aren't your isn't your two year old crazy too? And you love him. <laughs> By the way, we have a whole episode on kids are narcissists. Anyway, oh yeah. But <laughs> um, so when you start to picture that 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 hurt individual, that traumatized individual, that's not you. You might have hurt, you might have trauma, but did it cause you to be a narcissist? No, you're the one that's strong enough. And has the capacity to help not only yourself but your partner. This is where the weight. This is where the. This is where you're able to dig into the love. And before we dig into love, I want you to just recognize this: if you think you are strong and powerful, if you think you are confident and you are not on the crazy train, if you are proud of who you are when you look in the mirror, the only way that you can absolutely 100% say that is because you understand that you took your partner in and you're loving them through it, and then. You need to do that now because if they're as bad as they are, you enabled that disrespectful behavior, that uh, that bad behavior, that it, mean behavior, even potentially the you, abusive. You may not have caused it. Listen to what she said. I, I didn't. Catherine did not make me abuse her emotionally, physically, sexually. Okay, she but didn't. I allowed it. But it happened over time out of fear. Sometimes, whatever the reason, it doesn't matter. She allowed it to happen and you're there now. So you need to own that. And you can't be the powerful person to make the change unless you take responsibility for the choices that you've made. So if you did it, okay? you can you have the power to undo it. If you can influence negative, you can influence positive. Absolutely. Okay, so now you've done all that and you are going to be a little more empathetic. You're gonna be more compassionate. You're it's the only way that you are going to be able to love this crazy person that's presenting all of these toxic traits and behaviors and these dangerous traits and behaviors. You need to look within that person. Look at their trauma. Look at their hurt. That's because otherwise you we, just look at them like a crazy person, like an abusive person. You can't, you can't love that side of them. Something that's been very effective for people over the last couple of years of explaining this is simple. When you find out or hear a story about somebody who is, let's say, sexually abused, okay, physically beat up, they're black and blue. We, oh no, social services has to take the kids away from the parents. You know, the the drug addict parents who starve their children. You feel terrible. For all of these children. If you don't, you're an asshole. But you do. You feel terrible for all of these children. Yet you don't understand that's exactly the types of behaviors that cause them to be the adult boy or girl that Catherine is talking about right now. That's right. That needs the love. Mm -hmm. And you in your high and mighty fucking self. And I'm saying that because I feel very passionate because I needed help. I needed the missing piece. You know, I could do all the work that I want, which is where you on your high and mighty horse get hung up on. You go, you have to clean up your baggage. You're not allowed to treat people that way. Well, then you better not fucking say, I feel bad for that little child that got hurt. Because that little child that got hurt is now the adult inflicting pain on more people. And without help, you're perpetuating the, the cycle. cycle. And you're doing it to your children's other partner. They're mm -hmm. just, sorry, children's other parent. You're, you're making things like, and then you go say narcissists can't change you selfish assholes. Yeah. Okay. And I mean that we from know a place of love. Popular opinion. We know that this is an unpopular opinion, but if I can sit here and encourage people to go through. After everything I did After to everything you. that I've been through, if I can sit here and I can do it, then you can look within yourself and get the help that you need to be able to support or walk away and stop complaining. Or exactly. Stop complaining. Stop blaming because you didn't take responsibility. You are enabling the ab abuse. And I'm going to go to the extreme because it's not your fault. I get it. I get it. But you also need to learn skills. You also. And I don't want to. I'm not undermining the fact that this is hard. I'm not undermining the fact that it's not fair. I'm not undermining the fact that maybe you couldn't see past the love bombs were so great. But focus on that mm -hmm. for one second which we didn't realize at the time, I don't think, but 
But if you you have this expression, if, if he was capable of it, then he's cap He knows how to love. Just, he knows how. But we and also know how to always, sabotage. So you yes. got you got to just be there. Real quick okay? disclaimer before we yeah go. go. We understand that there are situations that you don't push through especially as women, there are dangerous situations where your life is at risk, where your children's lives are at risk, where your physical safety is at risk. And we do not recommend that you push through. You need to be evaluated by a professional to determine like where you are on that safety scale. Or if you know, if you know that it's bad enough, then you need to get out. So just a quick disclaimer, we're not saying push through everything. There exactly. are situations, yeah, there true. are very dangerous narcissists out there that you have to have nothing to do with and they, that somebody else needs to deal with them. hundred percent has them and God will deal with them. <laughs> One more thing before we go, and I appreciate you guys. This is a long episode. Appreciate you that, that you value this as much as we do. One more thing is that sometimes you have to flip the order a little bit. At the end of the day, narcissists can't change unless they want to change. And if it wasn't for Catherine, uh, well, maybe it wasn't even entirely you. Like the story goes, court-mandated anger management, meaning if I screwed up on probation, I was going to go to jail. So she wasn't perfect. But in my realization of not fighting of not having um anger and you know i couldn't defend myself the same way it's not like i was perfect but obviously i couldn't be as bad as i was or i'd go to jail and i felt joy when catherine started to see that she as difficult as it was she started to give me more of those moments the opportunity of that so flip side is sometimes you've got to start on the other end that joy is what makes us realize, me, people like me, realize that there is the love bomb, the love side of things that can feel really good instead of the other. And what we've seen with the work we've done is you don't have to wait for court-mandated you know, probation and, and anger management and restraining orders. And you, know, you don't have to go through years of therapy. You just need to start focusing on what it feels like to feel fucking love. And he's right. I didn't do it perfectly. I did a lot wrong. But now I can look back and see how to do it right. So I can guide women on how to do it right, how to do it more quickly, because I didn't have the support. I didn't have anybody to teach me. I had to teach myself. So that's why we speak with such conviction when we talk about this, because it took us years to do what we can teach people to do in weeks or months. Yeah. it's And it's, oh my gosh, it's worth it. Like we... We have it all now. Yeah. Like, so I encourage you guys so much love. This is a hard, hard topic. And uh, go get the four-minute mile. Yeah. All right. See ya.